and welcome to Guys on Gaffer. Hope you're all doing well, and welcome to our first Super League um, episode. The first ever Gaffer Super League pod, I believe, which is a, a nice a nice feeling, I think. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you listened to the Championship pod already. Um, welcome if you did, if you have, but um, just to quickly introduce ourselves, I am Joel, I'm at FFJoel underscore on Twitter, and I'm joined um, by David, David Strom, I've messed up the pronunciation of your last name again, like everyone. Um, Spencer, um, FPL Beery, and, and Abhishek, who's FPL buddy. Um, how, are you, how are you guys all doing? Yeah, doing fine. Yeah, how not bad. Not bad. Yeah, good. Good, good. Side Great. So, yeah, this is, uh, like I said, breaking new ground with the Super League pod. And uh, what we're going to be doing is, is going quite in depth into um, the games every week. Um, we've all been given a league to look at a non-premier league league we'll get onto that in um a moment and, and talk about that um, a bit later but first of all to kick things off um let's just um you know have a chat about what we think of the game so, so far do we enjoy it what do we like about the game um because i think it's been a i think it's a really great idea from the guys um, at gaffer so um who wants to kick us off with your thoughts on the super league game am i stuck yeah, go for it, mate. So, okay. so, yeah, it's a nice initiative by the GAFA guys because uh, the other leagues, uh, we don't have fantasy games of the other league apart from the Bundesliga, I think. The fantasy Bundesliga, those who know about it, uh, the fantasy Bundesliga is there. You can like FP, but their points are very much different. Um, Instead of two captains, choose from one midfielder, one defender, and one striker, star player, if you may. So those who play fantasy Bundesliga will know about the Bundesliga, but there is no such games as I don't think I have seen such games from for Serie A and La Liga. So all the champ, if the if we play, if those who play the Champions League fantasy, they all get to see those players. So it's a nice initiative that we make, can play the leagues as well, the champion, uh, Champions League becomes a monotonous because Champions League is a short tournament and if we yeah. can look at from the league perspective then we can make good decisions in the Champions League also, if we uh, Champions League fantasy also and we don't have to, what, uh, what we say, we don't have to hover around who to pick and who not to pick, um, all those players, so if we start to look at from the start from the league stats also all it always does so yeah it's a nice initiative unlike the super league that they <laughs> wanted to do yes. which was really bad but as a game it's very good and i'm quite enjoying it so that's my takeaway how about you guys uh yeah i don't mind going next um i've kind of i set up the team when when it first came out and I didn't really have a look at it since then. I mean, it's quite difficult to keep up with all the games. But I do really like the idea of the um, sort of having like top four teams from the big leagues. So you're kind of having, we are, before we never really had like, you couldn't really like captain Messi and stuff like that, or like get have like triple Real Madrid. <laughs> Obviously in the champion, Champions League games you can, but it's a bit different yeah. when you can kind of, have loads of different leagues going on at the same time and it's quite in quite uh quite interesting obviously because in game week one we had a lot of blanks with the italian league so you had to kind of 
juggle around with the players he wanted, had a couple on the bench maybe. So it's like a different dynamic to it because you, you have to keep on top of all different leagues and how other teams are doing. And uh, I'll get onto it later on, but um, there are some surprises in teams, how they're doing, mm. um, especially in my league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, David? Yeah, yeah I think it's fun. I, uh, it's a uh, lot more to uh, uh, keep your head above. So, uh, but uh, I think it's fun to like uh, get to know new leagues a bit more because I've played like uh, the English and German fancy games, but uh, I haven't really paid attention to uh, the Spanish and French uh, teams other than like in perfect picks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's nice to get to know new players and uh, it's especially fun when uh, those players from the like uh, more underdog teams in this game uh, do well because they are quite cheap. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, many good opportunities to like uh, play your own, ga your own game and uh, some new boosts as well, so I think it's going to be very yeah. fun. Actually. Yeah, mm. I think it's a great, a great idea. That's a good point about the Champions League game, actually, because I, I tried to play it last year and then I kind of gave up after the group stage. I really wasn't very good, and I think this season I'll have a lot, of, a much better idea of what I'm doing. I think one of the things that we haven't mentioned yet is that we haven't seen this yet, but we're going to see this. I was thinking that you know, obviously all the leagues have different schedules, which means that there is a lot more potential for blanks and doubles, and um, we've obviously got our first set of blanks and doubles coming up soon, but you look at the christmas period it is crazy the amount of blanks and doubles because obviously some leagues have a winter break um, yeah. and they have them at different times and other leagues don't have a winter break um and there's going to be a lot of planning involved throughout the season because of the different schedules of the different leagues it's going to be a lot of fun I just um, yeah and i yeah i think it's just uh also when you realize all the all the cheaper assets like david said they can still go off um, because they are playing for the top teams in that league still. Um, but yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea. I've really enjoyed the game so far, um, and I'm looking forward to the, the rest of the season. So um, I'm going to bring up our teams, so we're going to just see how we've been getting on so far. We've only had three game weeks, but um, okay. we can see how we're all doing. I think the first team is mine, actually. Yes, okay, so I played my overhaul in i played well actually let's go back to game week two in game week two i played my budget buster boost um so kind of set that up in game week one the reason i didn't play in game week one like a, a lot of people on twitter were um was because um i just because i don't have a great knowledge of the leagues I, I wanted to you know make sure i wasn't picking anyone who was just not going to start realized i was fairly happy with my team and then played my budget buster for 111 points in game week two but then i really hated my team structure i had a Campos who didn't even play for Sevilla at um, five and a half million, and then uh, Braithwaite as well, who's okay, but I didn't really want to have two cheap strikers. I thought I wanted a bit more money up top, and um, various other things as well led me to overhaul. Um, so I overhauled, um, and I'm quite pleased with that overall. Um, 99 points. Um, I loaded up on Serie A players um, ahead of their doubling. I know it's a long way off, but they double in game week 10, um, and I only have you know a handful of, of premier league and bundesliga players because of their their blank in game week six so i feel well set up for that i feel really well set up for the next you know 10 12 game weeks so um overall quite happy overall rank of 16 which is which is good the one error i made on my overhaul was i was um and about that premium midfielder spot i thought messi wouldn't start so but i, want, I wanted messi but i thought he wouldn't start 
I thought Mbappe, you know, I was kind of spooked by his the rumours of him going to Real Madrid. So I'm a little bit annoyed with myself for not going for Mbappe. I just thought I'd put in Bruno Fernandes as a two-game week kind of placeholder for one of those guys. But obviously he blanked against Newcastle, so... Um, but yeah, overall, very happy with the start. I can't complain with the 16th overall rank, but I have played two boosts already. So um, once we get to the end of the first set of boosts, I think at the end of game week 12, um, we'll have a much better idea of how we're, how we're doing. So on to the next person. Who have we got? Yeah, be before, just on your team, mm -hmm. I saw you have Greenwood, right? On game week two before you overall... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's twenty-seven points. So why did you take him out in the overall? What's the reasoning behind that? Well, bear in mind the twenty-seven points was times two point five. Um, so it was okay, only okay. it was eleven yeah. points times two point five. Um, I took him out yeah. because he's a Premier League player because he blanks in game week six. Um, that's okay. the main reason, okay. I guess. Um, and also there's questions over his minutes, I guess, with Ronaldo and and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the next team, um, I'm trying to see, it's got 89 points in game week three. It's not me then. Uh, it's got no, it's got Veghorst up front. Yeah, it's mine. It's yours, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, I got 89 points. The start has been good because in game week, it's been rather consistent in all the fantasy games that I have been playing. The Gaffer Super League has been far more consistent in terms of points. But with so many people playing boosts, I got a red arrow on that week. But that's not necessary right now because I have all my boosts left. And I am 256, I think, overall. So looking at the team, I have Mendy in goal, who got I Amiya mean, nice, five points. All the man of the match, he was uh, he was simply outstanding against Liverpool. And James, he did so that we may have lost Abhishek again. Uh, it's happened in the first part. Cost me minus three. Already got an assist and. They come back on? Yeah, you're back now. You're yes. back now. Yeah. yeah, so as I was saying, I don't uh, I don't know how James got a second of clean sheet. It's one of the kings of the game, I suppose. So James got me four points. My other two defenders were Shaw and Alaba, who got seven and six points respectively. I got more with nine points. I had Kimmich. He only gave me three points. I have Postwork. With two and Real Madrid's junior, who got me six points. I captain Lewandowski, so that's a pretty good 42 points he provided me with the cap. So with goals, he scored total 21 points, I think, which doubled up to 42. Weghorst, I have been blessed because Weghorst has been scoring for the past two weeks, but not in the final week. And my transferred in guys, Dybala, who didn't do anything. Because I think Juventus lost that game or drew that game, I think. So yeah, that was my team. It fetched me 89 points. And overall total points, I have 261. And I have a glaring hole in my team. That's Angelino, who we will talk about later because he's at the moment injured. 
So I need to take him out and let's see who I will bring him because I certainly don't want a 5.5 million mid defender to sit on on my bench every week. Mm. I need some points yeah. as well, especially when I'm playing 3-4-3 as my preferred formation here. I need to have some points from my defense as mm. well. So yeah, that's my team in a nutshell. Who is next? Okay. Okay, let's move on to the next person who has scored 110 points and has Lewandowski captain and you do you guys? That's prob probably me, I think. It's yeah, not me. Ball. It's not me. It's one out of two. Yeah, one out of ten. Very happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I did my overhaul this week, um, but uh, I think I got a bit lucky. Uh, like I've been doing uh, this first three weeks, uh, uh, basically, because I um, I went in early on Ronaldo, uh, so I thought, yeah, why not get him? He's coming in last next week anyway. Um, and <laughs> a bit of backstory because uh, the first three weeks I've been super lucky as well because um, I had Messi from the start, uh, and he was my vice captain in both game one and two. And in both those weeks, I had the emergency captain on uh, um, at least the first one, uh, Erling Braut-Holland. <laughs> so in the first week, uh, the emergency captain went in for him uh, and Messi. And uh, this week, I uh, had uh, the vice captain on Ronaldo, and uh, my emergency captain was Mbappe. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's so, some jam. Uh, that's some jam. <laughs> jam central. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> could uh, have been a lot worse if not. Uh, but um, I realized now uh, after I played my vault because I kind of rushed it uh, like one hour before the deadline because I just had forgot it was a deadline. So uh, I took out Holland and Bellingham, who both got like uh, super holes. So there's your yeah. oof of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, painful. Very, very yeah. painful. Nice. First, David, is it first time you don't have a Norway player from Norway on your side? <laughs> first time in a week that you don't have him because Maybe. no Holland, <laughs> no nothing. He took out Holland. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Uh, so um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, thankfully I had Mbappe to save it a bit. So, yeah. uh, but yeah. uh, my big problem now is. Uh, one, I didn't look at the blanks, so uh, I'm pretty sure I have like um, at least five, six blanks uh, in my team at the moment after no hold, so that's not uh, ideal to say the least. So I need to get down and uh, see what I can do with this. Uh... Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the Very, big thing at the moment, isn't it? Not transferring yeah. in any Bundesliga or Premier League players. Yeah, they're yeah, going out at least. What makes this game more interesting because of the blanks and the doubles they have? There's so much from game week eight already. It starts with the doubles, I think. So it's, we yeah. definitely have to plan our moves going forward by looking at the fixtures as well, because yeah. so much doubles game double game weeks we will have many points to miss. But that if we miss something, then it will be very hard to catch up later on. It's yeah. going to get crazy, I think, because obviously with more blanks and doubles, also with boosts, and I, I know obviously yeah. the consensus is often try and avoid playing an overhaul if you can, and it might be harder yeah. to in this game because of 
all the blanks and doubles. It's, it's going to get crazy at some point this season, I feel. Um, it's, yeah. it's a gentle start. There's only one blank coming up, and then there's one double later on in game week 10, but it, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, I've got Spencer's yeah, up on screen now. So. Yeah. Sorry, Abhishek, what were you going to say? Yeah, especially because in the Christmas time, we will have bucket loads of fixtures yeah. around yeah. the globe. Yeah, I need to get Max together and uh, not uh, rely on Jam because uh, I'm uh, on 72nd <laughs> place and I have no reason to be that at all, so I just need to put uh, together. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, it's there's a lot to get to grips with, with this game, to be fair. All right, I've got Spencer's on screen now, so why don't you tell us how you're getting yeah, on? Yeah, he has been waiting for so long. Yeah, so I'm not doing great, I'll be honest. I think... I look at my my score and I go, well, it's not too bad. Obviously, Messi captain. I think he's been my captain every week, um, and he hasn't even played out for times. So he's just been subbed out. <laughs> I've had like someone else as vice captain. Um, I, I've, I've brought in players like um, I think I brought in Suarez and Benzema um, last week, and they they did okay this week. But um, too many teams like I rely on Juventus, and they're they're just doing nothing. Um, Perisic as well. I, I don't even know. Like, is he is he even playing? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I just see like two points at one point. I'm just like, yeah, that's that's just typical. <laughs> I thought he's really good, and he's obviously not, is he? But yeah, is he? I so, think he might be playing wing back. I'm not sure. Oh, that, well, that sums it up, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. He generally, he generally plays wing back for uh, in Croatia. Also, he has to defend, right? He starts in something forward position, but he generally finishes the game in defensive position. Yeah, because he, 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 he works hard for the team. That's why <laughs> yeah. I've got him in. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't get points for running. So. Mm. But at the expense of Greenwood, that's sitting on 11 points in your bench. That's, that's yeah. not hard work for your team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Well, the hope of this pod, I think, is that I don't think any of us are experts on the big five leagues at all, um, but yeah. hopefully doing this yeah. pod will help us get to grips with these leagues a bit yeah. more, and the knowledge will the knowledge levels will increase as we go. Because, yeah, I, I think it'll be quite good. I think it will actually probably make us better gaffer super league players just having to yes. do this uh, research. Especially yeah, the team you had the goalkeeper. I didn't. I have in my bench, but I didn't see him play <laughs> at all. So. You starting him with Mugel was a pretty bold choice as well. So, yeah, mm. we will get to know. And that's why this, this initiative is very much interesting to me because we don't have association with the fantasy games of the other leagues. And only the Champions League thing, teams we get to associate with that. But having to look at the Champions League teams on an over uh, whole season, on a league basis, it will help us for tournaments like Champions League. Hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. blagging about yeah, Spence, go with your team. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much covered my team. It's bad. It probably needs probably needs an overhaul. <laughs> and uh yeah, it needs a lot of looking at. So Fair. yeah. Well your defence is quite good because you have points have been provided by your defence and that's good players you have in defence. It's just get. It's just. I think coming up now, with like we said, with the blanks, and after have a look at the team and see what players have got that aren't blanking, and see what team I can put out. But yeah, I was debating an overhaul. See what I can do with it. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, what we're going to do now then is we're going to move on to 
well, not, we're not going to go game by game this week because, well, we're just going to kind of summarise what's been going on in the season so far in each of the leagues and, and how all the teams have been doing from a more general point of view. And we've also um, got a few players for each team that we could look at. Um, one of the things we've done is we've created a spreadsheet. I think it will probably wait to release it on Twitter a little bit because, um, you know, it just needs a bit more work, I think. Um, but hopefully we should be able to get a spreadsheet that gives a lot of information in a nice, neat summary just for the four teams. Um, in each league and what we've done is for the season we have split the leagues up um, with the idea being that being that apart from the Premier League by the way because the assumption is we all know quite a lot about the Premier League we're probably not going to focus on it too much on this pod because we all play FPL and we've all played FPL for years um, but the other four leagues we've split between us and hopefully the one the one that we're assigned to we're going to become a lot more knowledgeable about throughout the season um, I certainly don't feel all that knowledgeable about mine yet but um, I'm hopeful that will that, that will come um so we have split them up as follows so abhishek is taking bundesliga um david's taking la liga uh spence is taking Serie A, and i'm taking league uh so um let's see where should we go first i'm gonna go um on the order on the spreadsheet um if you can see it um that's that's good if you're on youtube if you're listening um you you know it's, it'd be absolutely fine you'll still be able to understand what we're saying um and uh so let's start with the Bundesliga then and Abhishek. So um, why don't you just take us through your thoughts on the team so far and the assets from, from each of the teams that are worth looking at. Yeah, just fire away, whatever you want to do. Okay, so in the Bundesliga, the four teams that are in the Super League from last season finishing in the top four were Wolfsburg, Bayern Munich, Dortmund and Leipzig. Uh, as of now, after three matches, Wolfsburg is sitting pretty at the top with three wins, having a pole uh, with nine points. Bayern is sitting at seven points in third position at the moment after their shock draw in the first game of the season, which I think against Cologne or something like that. Dortmund had a shocking start as well because they lost the first game. So uh, after that, they have back-to-back -back wins. So they are currently lying on fifth position with six points and finish rounding up the Super League team is Leipzig. They had a horrible start with only one win and two losses. They are currently at 10th position. So that's more of the gist of, or more of where the teams are at the moment in terms of Bundesliga table. But it's early days, only three games have played. so more moving and falling has will be happening so what i have done is that i have chalked out key players of those four league teams that will be helpful to us or whom we should have made who we should have a list of because in this league the players who especially we know that bundesliga is a very scoring league if we, if anyone who plays fantasy Bundesliga among our viewers or listeners, they will also say that that it's a very scoring league. It's a high scoring league. So every now and then there is four or five goals scoring each game week. So what I have done is that I have selected certain players who we I have not selected players who we have known already because those are the players that everyone will go for. What I have done is that I have made some interesting choices depending on whatever budget we have. Uh, certain out-of-position players, certain 
players who could be our enablers for two teams consisting of Mbappe, Messi and everyone. So yeah, so what are the players, the list that I have made? First, we will talk about Wolfsburg. Here we have six players. Uh, Weghorst, as we uh, you guys have seen my team. So Weghorst is the number, uh, as of moment, he is fourth on the, uh, no, he is quite far behind in the goal scoring chart with two goals already. So he is my number one pick from Wolfsburg. He's priced at 8.5 million. Then the def in the gaffer game, Ridley Baku is listed as a defender. But in the Bundesliga website, he has been listed as a midfielder. So there's a different um, out of position player, which you have. So those who play fantasy Bundesliga will see Baku as a midfield option, not as a defensive option, but in gaffer, we have a defensive option and at 5.7 million, yeah, he's a starting defender for Wolfsburg. So um, if he, uh, he's a starting midfielder defender in whichever way we can look at. Then they have we have their goalkeeper Castiles. He's priced at 5.1 million. He has also started well this season. Then we come to certain uh, two defenders I will name who will be cheap enablers if uh, for your teams. If you go Wolfsburg, then they are Max Maxens Lass, who is priced at 4.6 million, and Kevin Mbabu, who is priced at 4.7 million. So these two can be good enablers for your team and with Mbabu playing in the wingback role he is far more eligible to get assist points as well mm -hmm. along with clean sheet points when they keep them and another one I have midfielder Austrian player Schalegger he is priced at 6.1 million you if you have a whole if you have a forward line of Lewandowski Ronaldo and Mbappé or Benzema or you have a forward line and a midfielder with Mbappe or Messi, then these players can uh, become your fifth, third, or fourth, third, fourth, or fifth midfield options. So Xavier Salegar, it's he's priced at 6.1 million. So there about rounds up um, the top six players of Wolfsburg. I don't think. look for others because there are no basically uh, apart from these six you will not find anyone good to me as of now then we come uh, to Bayern Munich three players I have and the uh, first one is Jamal Musiala he is becoming a uh, sensation now in Germany like um, uh, Bellingham for England and Haaland for Norway so has been ticking along with goals, assists and everything and along a team where you have Kimmich, likes of Kimmich, you have likes of Lewandowski, you have, uh, you have, you have, oh, you have um, the goalkeeper. So in that team, he is a starting midfielder that speaks volumes of him. Next player is Alfonso Davis. Uh, he's priced at 5.6 million, another budget defender you can, you can look at. And third one is Martin. Sabitzer, who they recently signed in the summer transfer window from RB Leipzig. Uh, he's yet to start for them. He's priced at 6.9 million. Uh, I have keep them, uh, keep him and my key players to watch out for list simply because of the pedigree he's shown for the Leipzig team in the previous seasons and in the Champions League in, and in the Bundesliga. So you can, you can also look at, at Marcel Sabitzer 
Sabil sir. Then we come to the third Pushia Dortmund. And here you have one of the cheapest goalkeepers. One of the cheapest set and forget goalkeepers you have in the likes of Kobel, who is 3.9 million still. So if you are looking at a cheap starting goalkeeper, then Kobel will be your guy because he will start for in for them in the Bundesliga. He's priced at 3.9 million. Then we have Bellingham, the England midfield player. He is priced at 5.6 million. Also, Bellingham has been in uh, red hot form also in terms of goal scoring. I think he has scored one uh, last week. He has scored also. Uh, and he, third one we have is Marco Royce. He's a forward. Uh, I know he's a forward because most of your forward spots will be covered with Dybala, likes of Dybala, Lewandowski, and likes. Um, Zema, there are Ronaldo, there are much more better options. But if you want to have a midfield like Messi, Mbappe, and go with Lewandowski as your front, those are will be your three premium guys. Then you can look at Marco Reus, the likes of Weghorst, Marco Reus, who are cheap uh, forward players and who do well for their respective clubs in the Bundesliga. So he's priced at 7.6 million, slightly on the higher side, but uh, if you if you have a team that can boasts of Messi, Haaland, or Lewandowski, Mbappe, you need certain cheap forwards or certain low price forwards or mid-range forwards, if, you, if I can say in FPL terminology, mid-range forwards. Then you can look at Marco Rius or Weghorst from Wolfsburg. Then the last one is US team um, sensation Gio Reyna, who is priced at 6.7 million. And he's among the golden, he's in the running for the golden boots, boot award as well because he scored two goals and already he's joined third. And and uh, basically in the Bundesliga, the golden boots is either won by Lewandowski or Haaland, but having him there along and running with the with them is a good sign. And he, with uh, and at a price of 6.7 million, he's a nice little differential. Depending on the fixtures, and look at is Leipzig. Here, this list is very short, but I still have found four persons who, uh, to me, seems like good options. But with the form they are currently in, I don't know about uh, maybe who will stand out because it's a mixed bag of results. So in here, I have one defender, uh, two defenders actually. One is central defender that's Sima Kim who has recently been signed from the League One club League One League. He is priced at 5.5 million. And Josko Gavardiol, the Croatian left back who played well in the Euros as well, which we have seen. So he both of them are priced at 5.5 million. You can look at them and especially with Angelino out for the foreseeable future, these two pretty much are starters for their teams. Uh, the, then we have the Hungarian midfielder Dominic Sabozlai. He also is on um, in red hot form because he has scored two goals in three matches. He is priced at 6.6 .6 million. He is another midfield option you can definitely take a look at. And the last option is Andre Silva. Uh, he hasn't been he hasn't lit up the league which he did for last season for Frankfurt, 
but he hasn't been off the paces. So let's see what he brings to the table. Uh, so he's priced as 9 million. So those are my key players to look out for, for from the Super League teams as uh, for this season. And before I move forward to and give the to Joel, let's some players who are in the injury list as well. So certain players are there in the injury list. So the likes of Angelino, Thorgan Hazard, Emery Chan, Pavard. Uh, if you are looking at um, Lucas Hernandez, Thomas Muller, these players are at the moment avoid because they are look, uh, coming out of an injury. Although major, most of them will come back in mid late September or mid October, but um, I don't think you have to watch them first how they start then you can go for them because they are very much price high price players and uh, to round off my uh, bundesliga section uh, a quick look at the golden boot list and the most assist list so Lewandowski as always is leading the chart with five goals Haaland is chasing him with three goals and to round up the top five joint there are three players in third spot Giorena, Dominic Bozlai, and Serge Gnabry. Gnabry is an interesting one. He seems to start in the Nagelsmann team as of now, but he is very much pricey option for the forward spots. Mm -hmm. And the assist column, the leading assisters are Kimmich and Haaland with two assists apiece. So that's what we have for the small sample size of three games as of now. I hope I can improve. <laughs> I can improve more you know, on that spreadsheet. Very rude so, motor Joe. vehicle interrupting you there, Abishek. Um, <laughs> about that. That's the old uh, the garden trimmer. <laughs> right. Well, thanks so, for that. Joe, that's yeah, all. that's so that's all I have at the moment. Let's uh, get back to you. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, Bundesliga is obviously, we're not going to be looking to buy players from the Bundesliga at this point um, with their their blank in gaming six. But I guess if we can bring in the rest of us just briefly, um, I mean, what are your first impressions of the Bundesliga? I guess I could go first. Like for me, I, my impression so far is that Wolfsburg are good defensively. Only conceded one so far and they've got some very cheap options. I didn't include any in my overhaul, to be fair, but... Um, and Barbu and Lacroix. Le, Le, That's a terrible pronunciation, but anyway. Um, like good, I have both. Good cheap. Check the pronunciation. No worry about it. To be fair, you did a good job I, with with Shob Sly or whatever his name is. I thought I was quite impressed with your attempt at that. That's really yeah, good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are there any other kind of thoughts that you guys have of you know anything you've picked up from the the first few games? Yeah, Lewandowski is essential. <laughs> Basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah, ha Haaland as well. Just the yeah. the sort of the, the strike, <laughs> like 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 Abhishek was saying with uh, the high scoring league, uh, like what the Bundesliga is like with the high scoring league. Um, <clears throat> you can kind of just rely on Lewandowski, Haaland yeah. every week. They'll they'll pick up one or two goals, a couple of assists. So I think Jude Bellingham's yeah, looking I, like a, have... a bargain yeah, as well I at the moment. Seen... Hat tricks going left, right, and center. From 
I was playing fantasy Bundesliga last week, uh, last season. So even I had a where I have Haaland and Lewandowski as my forward line, and whoever I need to pick as a star, it means I have to keep pick as captain. So every week they are scoring thirteen points each. Yeah. So it's a, it's a point of who to pick the captaincy that yeah he's returning thirteen points yeah I can do better than thirteen points. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. it's a very fun league in terms of goal scoring and not a man not a lot of clean sheets not a mm. lot. Yeah, just to notice on uh, uh, as so you mentioned that Fonso Davis has uh, pick his engineer yeah. as 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 of the list. So don't pick him yeah. out. <laughs> I think Bundesliga is really interesting because obviously, with especially with Lewandowski and Haaland as we've been talking about, they are going to score consistent points, but there are going to be times in the season that we will need to be limiting our Bundesliga players, even though I think there are probably quite a lot of good options in this league, um, because they have a 34-game season, not a 38-game season, because there's 18 teams in the league, which means they're going to have these blanks. Um, I don't think they have another one for quite a while, to be fair, after game week six. I'm just going to check now. I think they have a load around Christmas, to be fair. Um, yeah, they go for a Christmas break, so at that time, there will be loads of blanks from yeah. the Bundesliga, especially. They blank in 15, 19 and 20 and then the second half of the season I think they only blank in 38 um, so yeah. you know I think at the time they have two main fest their the main festival October fest so in October there should be blanks in there yeah. and probably in the Christmas time so they went on a break because their stadiums get snowed so mm. they can't play there too much snow there yeah, has to become yeah. some uh, big double game weeks in the in this league. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting with this league. I think there are some great options. Um, but yeah, I think we should probably move on because we don't. Yes. We're probably not going to be looking at buying any options at the moment. So the next league is Serie A. So Spencer, you want to take yes. it away? Cool. So uh, with Serie A, you've got Inter Milan, AC Milan, Atalanta, and Juventus. I think. Juventus are obviously in a bit of a transition after losing Ronaldo. Um, and I think that probably goes the same with all four all four clubs, really. They're kind of... Mm. They, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus have always kind of been quite dominant in European football, um, but not so much the last few years. I think that perhaps the two Milan clubs are coming back into it now and uh, Juventus are kind of transitioning a bit more. Um Atlanta again, they're always there or thereabouts. But um, the thing that I noticed most about uh, Syria is pretty much the opposite of Bundesliga. Um, the, usually the, the good teams like score a few, but they hardly concede. So teams like, they're not in it, but Roma, obviously they've got Mourinho, so they're just, they don't concede. Uh, AC Milan, they, again, they don't concede. Inter, Inter Milan has scored seven goals in two games and uh, conceded one. So uh, I'm pretty sure that's right. Anyway, I don't think that's a typo. Um, no, they yeah they they won uh, against Verona and Genoa four um, 0 and three one. So they just they don't look like conceding, or if they do, then it's it's only one. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, I, I've kind of done the same sort of thing with. Uh, I've only gone for three players from each team, um, and I'll start off with Inter Milan. So with Inter Milan, I've got. Edin Dzeko, um, he's leading the line for them at 9 million. 
which I think is quite a fair price. Mm. Um, he'll probably hit about 20 goals a season. Um, and he's still still banging form. Um, he got a goal uh, on the weekend as well, I think. So he's playing pretty well. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd go for him over um, one of the uh, La Liga players like uh, Suarez or Benzema, but uh, it could be a decent differential shout. Um, one of my one of my uh, more like players I, I fancy a bit more in this league is uh, Hakan Chahonoglu. Great pronunciation. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Yeah. I can't say um, his name. <laughs> I've been practicing all day. <laughs> um, but yeah, he is 7.1 million. He's a midfielder. And uh, obviously, because of the Serie A having a blank in game week one, they've only played two matches. But even then, he's still creating three, 3.5 chances uh, per game. Um, he's got an assist. He's got a goal. Um, and he's at that sort of price where... He's, if you've got Greenwood or something like that, you want to move off. He's quite a good option there. Um, and then as well, again, just one of the defenders from Inter, from Inter Milan, Damian, who uh, obviously he's played for Man United. Um, but he plays plays fullback for them, so he kind of gets up and down a pitch a bit. Um, but again, Inter Milan are quite strong defensively. Uh, I can see them keeping quite a few clean sheets. Most games will be a 2-0, 2-1, sort of those sort of results. Can't see them... Obviously, they have the past two games, but I can't see that happening all the time. Constant bat- batterings of teams. So, yeah. Um, I do like that Chalhanoglu pick, though. Um, so going on to AC Milan, you've got uh, Olivier Giroud up front. He is... I think he might be... He might have COVID. So, I, I need to find definitely for sure about that. But um, he's kind of making up for Ibrahimovic being out who apparently is supposedly back this weekend. And obviously, we all know what Ibra is like. Um, he's, well, he was tearing up the league when, even when he was like 35. So, like, even now, he's just, he's just a bit of a joke. Um, he's 6.9, Ibrahimovic. Um, and like, he'll be on penalties, free kicks, and anything that he can anything that he can muscle people off of, he'll be having that. So, uh, he's a decent that's option. That's a good price. At 6.9, Ibrahimovic, that's a pretty good price yeah i think with the prices in in well in most of the leagues there's so many players that you that are decent but are just not as high prices like a messi or ronaldo or salah because they're just not as they're not as consistent even though they are top players um i also think that um a bit of an enabler uh for kaio tamori um he was at chelsea last season was uh Chelsea last season on loan at AC Milan. I think Maldini said that he he saw himself as like a, he saw Tamori's himself a bit uh, as he was coming through, which is a bit of a that's a bit of a compliment, I guess, isn't it? But um, he's four point five million, and again, if you're looking for Italian defenders, uh, he's he's definitely one of the go-to ones because uh, four point five million is dirt cheap, really. And then yeah. as well, I've got uh, Brahim Diaz, who's down as a midfielder, five point six million. Um, he's got an assist already um, this season. Uh, got a goal, sorry, already this season. Um, so he's, he's ticking along. He should have another point... goal as well when I got him into my overhaul team. I don't know if you oh, saw, really? but um, I can't remember whose shot it was, but someone took a shot and it deflected in off Diaz and they didn't give the goal to him. They gave the goal to the guy who took the shot. Uh, I, I, don't know Bruno the fair, I don't know the rules on that, but like I was a bit, I was yeah. like, I saw it, you know, I got the goal points on Gaffer thinking, oh yeah, I've got a haul from my enabler and then yeah. And then it got chalked off. So that was but yeah, a bit sad. He is, but that's the thing. He is an enabler, isn't he? So yeah. he is at that price where 
he's, he's quite an, quite an interesting one if you need that fifth midfielder. Mm. But um, yeah, obviously they they I said they had Ibrahimovic out injured. Um, he should be back this weekend. But they also have Kessier, um, who's like a box box midfielder, and he's he was quite decent that season and the season before that as well. He's kind of uh, sort of their sort of big midfielder, bit bit like Pogba maybe, like just kind of carries the ball well and uh, always has a few shots now and then. But um, he's 7.9 million, but it's unknown return date on when he's back. But when he's back, that'll be, they'll be even stronger than they are now. Uh, next team is Atalanta. And I've got a few uh, interesting names in there. So Merler, uh, the Danish <laughs> wing-back. <laughs> um, we all remember him from, Euro, yeah. from uh, Euro Fantasy. Uh, he was yep. a bit of a beast, wasn't yep. he? Absolutely. Playing at left wing back. Yeah. Uh, and again, 4.5 million. He's in my team at the minute currently. And um, yeah, he's just that sort of... It's, I think they kind of play the same sort of uh, formation as Denmark. So they have those wing backs. Normally it's... Um, is it Hasseboa? And I think Gosens has played wing back as well. Um, but, uh, I think has been playing on the right. Right yeah, wing back okay. and Gosens left. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, that currently Hathbo is in, injured until at least next month, so he's pretty nailed um, for at least the next few weeks. So he's a decent option again. That's another one like Tamori, a cheap differential defender um, from Syria. Then you've got Ilicic, who's um, again, he's a bit of like a set-piece specialist, 7.1 million. Um, it's kind of difficult to kind of say if players are going to have good seasons because we're only two games in, but um, these are sort of like players at price points which could be interested in. Uh, and then Luis Muriel as well, who's uh, playing up front for them, and he's he's had a bit of a bit of a weird sort of time. I think he's kind of floated around loads of different teams, but um, he's kind of found his found his way last season at Atalanta, uh, and he started banging them in. So hopefully he can carry that on to next season, uh, this season, sorry. And then the last team is Juventus, which I, I did want to mention. Obviously, um, if you can see Juventus. Two games, zero wins, one draw and one loss. And that's not a typo. That is genuinely how they're getting on um, the season. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what's going on at Juventus, really, but um, they seem like they're struggling a bit. And obviously, Ronaldo going doesn't really help. The, the morale's gone. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... They need to sell Ronaldo because of the money and the time, the timeline that Ronaldo left, that he couldn't have brought any more player. No. But the Allegri and Dybala combination should help them and bail them out for the foreseeable future, I guess. Yeah, so Dybala is that one sort of player that is, he's probably the, the one standout one for me, uh, from him yeah. and Chahanoglu. The two ones I'd say, if you're looking for Serie A players, those two are really good. Dybala, 6.5 million forward, then up front. For, I know they've had a bit of a shaky start, but they'll be for, form is temporary, isn't it? So they'll just, I think they'll bounce back, and he's going to be involved. He's top top player, so um, six point five million. He's priced at as a forward. Um, Juan Cuadrado as well, uh, seven point six. He's a decent shout. Obviously, he's quite expensive. Um, he's he's playing wing back or uh, central midfield um, at the minute, but I think problem with. Uh, Juventus is uh, they're, they're playing like a four-three-one-two, so he's playing the, the at the right back. If he was playing a bit further forward in like a, in like a back five, uh, 
could be quite interesting. But if they if he's playing quite deep uh, in a four, then maybe just avoid for now until they until they change formations. And the um, the same goes for Alexandro as well. Obviously, five million, so it's a bit cheaper and getting into that Juventus defense, which is usually quite solid. Um, it's a decent little uh, enabler there as well. But that's pretty much pretty much it with Syria. I mean, there isn't much to talk about just yet because the league's not really got going just yet. We're only a couple of games in, so there's no real sort of uh, shining stars like we had with the Bundesliga. Um, but hopefully by next week or the week after, we'll have those sort of players coming through. Yeah. Yeah, CIA was the last one to start out of all the leagues. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, they had the blanking game week one, didn't they? So I guess... A few of us had a couple, one or two on the bench, didn't we? But yeah, I had that's and, yeah, yeah. I had I had Mailer, and I think I had someone else as well. I think I might have had uh, another Atalanta player, but um, they, yeah, I think a, a few people kind of went with either one or two, but didn't o- overload, obviously. I think Syria is the the league to be buying from at the moment. That and the league in you know because obviously they play in game week six and they double in game week ten. If you're not going to if you especially if you're not going to overhaul, you want to be building up those Serie A players and La Liga players gradually so that you've got plenty yeah. of doublers in game week ten. So I think there are some really good options there. I've got yeah. what's his name? Chanelog Yeah, I can't say his name, yeah. sorry. Hakan, isn't it? Hakan, I'll call him Hakan. Yeah, he's in my team as well. Yeah. Um, they've also got um sorry, they've they've got Barella as well. Yeah. Um I'm not sure of his price, but he's another midfielder who's he's got two assists already this season. Mm. Um, he's just like a, just a baller, isn't he? Really, like he's shown that he's, he's class when he was playing in the Euros for Italy. So mm-hmm. I think he'll carry that on into Milan's season. Yeah, definitely. Any other thoughts on Serie A? Anything from you, David? <laughs> yeah, um, the thing I thought about was like yeah, finally some player in the Serie A that I can pronounce uh, in my language. <laughs> I think you did a good job with uh, Jakob Mela Spencer. Uh, uh, practice yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you have some uh, difficult names to pronounce, but uh, yeah, you'll get it at uh, some point. Yeah, they won't be getting mentioned. <laughs> they don't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's uh, interesting, Lee. And uh, it's interesting that we have so different like uh, standings when, uh, when it comes to attacking versus defensive leagues. So uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what uh, dynamics we will have uh, from the teams and who we will uh, invest in. Uh, yeah when the blanks are coming and stuff so yeah yeah one of the things i think it'd be good to do soon is look at kind of average goals conceded in each league and average goals scored just to see which which um league actually you can say kind of in a concrete way from the data has the weakest defense and which has the strongest attackers i guess that might be quite useful to, to just do a comparison across all the leagues and and also, actually, I think one of the things it would be good for us to do fairly soon is look at which teams in each league are worst defensively. Um, so they are teams to target. So I think we've got yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of things we can do with with the Super League and a lot of things we can look into. Um, so it's, I'm quite looking forward to seeing how that goes. Let's let's go on to La Liga then, David. Um, yeah, take it away. What are your thoughts on how uh, La Liga has been starting uh, has started so far? It says Liga. Yes. I will change that. <laughs> yes, it's uh, Liga, yes. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting start in this league, um, I found out, because um, it's very tight, tight at the top. Um, all three of these uh, 
all five of the top five teams have the same amount of points and the same amount of draws and wins and losses. <laughs> I don't think I see that in a long while. Uh, and uh, quite similar goal difference as well. Uh, but there's been a lot of goals um, in the games and some red cards as well. So it's been uh, an exciting start, it seems like. Um, yeah, and uh, none of the teams from uh, that we have in this game, uh, which are Real Madrid, Sevilla, uh, Barcelona, and Atletico Madrid, none of them have had uh, some have had bad starts. All of them have uh, got on very well. So uh, Real Madrid in first, Sevilla in second, Barcelona in fourth, and Atletico in fifth. So uh, no separating separating them so far. Uh, so we can go a bit uh, into uh, the players uh, that I've uh, looked at that uh, I think are uh, good to uh, consider. Um, I've gone for players that are uh, maybe not um, uh, the most differential picks, but uh, the ones that I think will be good because they uh, either have shown it at the start now or are um, that we know will uh, usually do well. So uh, for uh, for Real Madrid, I have the um, first player, Karim Benzema, uh, who's a forward, obviously, and he's uh, 10.8 million. And uh, he's had a fire of a start uh, this uh, year. Uh, he already has in, uh, was it three games, I think? Yeah, in three games, he has uh, two goals and three assists, and uh, a very high uh, three short shots per game and uh, one big chance. So he has... Uh, Kind of left off uh, where he uh, uh, no, kind of left, uh, started where he left off uh, from last season, so uh, I think he's a good consideration for uh, our teams because uh, he has uh, shown that he can be consistent uh, at least in Champions League, and uh, I think he can continue this in the La Liga. Uh, going further down, we have um, uh, Vinicius Junior, who's uh, a mid in this game. And uh, he is uh, one of the best scoring uh, midfielders in this uh, in the Super League game at the moment, uh, surprisingly, because uh, he hasn't been starting uh, at least uh, the first two games. He came off the bench, but um, the, the three games he started on the bench, he has gotten three goals. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's been taking his chances and... Um, the one he's been replacing on the, I think, his left is uh, Eden Hazard, uh, who has uh, played like 60 minutes uh, both first two games and uh, the last uh, game uh, uh, in game week three for the Liga, uh, Vinicius Junior started the game. Uh, even though he didn't get in the return, he uh, looks like he may be in good contention to uh, nail that spot down. So it will be exciting to see if uh, who wins the battle between Hazard and uh, Junior. Uh, and the final player, there is, there is any more conviction in who is going to win because Hazard has simply not rectified, replicated the form he showed for Chelsea. Mm -hmm. So, probably yeah. Junior wins the battle. He yeah. could be a I, uh, massive bargain, couldn't he? If he does nail down that spot, massive, yeah, massive very cheap, <laughs> very cheap. So, uh, yeah, I think he's a great option, uh, going forward. And the last option for Real Madrid is David Alaba, uh, who just went there from Bayern Munich after staying there for a long, long time. And uh, the makers of the game uh, seem to have uh, great faith in him as a defender slash uh, attacking uh, uh, wing back, maybe. 
uh, as he's um, priced at seven million, which is which is uh, up there with the most expensive players like uh, uh, Hakimi at Inter Milan and stuff. So uh, he uh, has uh, something to live up to, but uh, he already has uh, one assist and. Uh, I looked at his heat maps, and he has uh, a very big and red uh, attacking heat map uh, on the left. Uh, uh, that's been, <laughs> I was very surprised to see how attacking was, even though we knew he played uh, midfielder for uh, Switzerland in the Euros. He uh, looks like he's trying to get that spot uh, in the Real Madrid as well. Although uh, last game, I think it's uh, Nacho Fernandez or something that got injured. I am not sure, quite sure, but uh, uh, he played at centre back last game, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, moving on to uh, Sevilla, we have uh, uh, three players um, with one uh, kind of uh, Easter egg <laughs> to look at. Uh, the first one is uh, Marcus Acuna, uh, who is a defender, uh, and he's 5.7 million. And uh, I would say that's a pretty good bargain for uh, what he's been producing so far. Uh, because he uh, has been very attacking, he's uh, had a, I looked at stats at SofaScore, he's got a 7.63 rating, which is very high. And uh, he has one assist and two big chances created uh, for the last two, uh, three games. And uh, Sevilla has had, had uh, two clean sheets uh, out of three, which I think is the most uh, out of the Super League teams. Um, and also, I looked at uh, his uh, points total at the uh, the Gaffer site because uh, I was uh, wondering how he had got so many points, and it turns out he has gotten ten performance points, bonus points over the last uh, three games, and uh, two big, very good holes. So uh, I think he's a cracking option uh, for Sevilla. Uh, my second pick is uh, Josep Elnesri, and he's uh, eight point seven million, eight point one million for uh, the forward spot. He's been doing quite well as well. Uh, he has two goals and one assist, and uh, 3.7 shots per game, which compared to the other strikers is quite good. Um, yeah, uh, he's um, maybe a bit expensive to uh, have as a third forward, as he will com be competing with the other options. So um, maybe uh, wait and see, because uh, so we have uh, quite a few uh, hard games coming up. But uh, I uh, noticed that their double game we can give it 10 is uh, very good. So maybe it's a one to watch later. And finally, we have uh, the top scorer uh, in the league at the moment, uh, Eric Lamerla, uh, with three goals. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, two double-figure holes that would have been because he is not in the game yet. Uh, so uh, we hope to see him added to the game soon because he uh, looks like he's having a flyer of the start of the season. Uh, because if he was in the game, he would have had six, 26 points. So uh, yeah, hope to see him soon. Um, moving on to uh, Barcelona. Uh, I have uh, four picks for them. Uh, also a bit uh, obvious one maybe, but uh, Memphis Depay, 9.2 million forward. I think he's. Uh, I have him in, have him in my team as well because I got him in on, on my overhaul, and uh, uh, he has gotten two goals and one assist uh, from the start and uh, 90 minutes in uh, average over the three games, so he's pretty nailed. Um, and uh, speaking of Barcelona forwards, we have Martin Bradwhite 
uh, <laughs> he um, he's an interest, interesting one because uh, he had a bonkers first game with two goals and one assist, and after that he's been dead quiet. <laughs> so I'm not sure what to make of him yet, but he's uh, pretty cheap and uh, 6.6 million. Uh, he's been starting uh, on the. I'm not sure what formation they're playing, but he's been starting at least. So um, he's at least a cheap option. My third uh, pick will be Frankie de Jong, who's uh, a 6.2 uh, million midfielder. Uh, and he uh, has been doing very well uh, in the midfield for Barcelona. He has uh, two assists, and uh, it looks like from the stats that he's very central to the play with 79 touches to on the ball uh, uh, across three games. And he also has gotten eight performance points in midfield uh, and not as an attacking midfielder. So that's pretty good. And uh, finally, we have a player that's injured right now, but uh, I, I didn't even know this because his uh, points total in uh, Gaffer wasn't uh, among the highest ones, but he has actually got two goals and one assist. Uh, one return in every game, even though he started two from the bench and was started uh, for Barcelona. So uh, it's a mental for 5.1 million. Uh, but uh, we'll see. have to see when he comes back uh, from injury. And uh, finally, uh, we have Atletico Madrid. And as you see, I, <laughs> I've only put one pick uh, for Atletico, which uh, feels a bit crazy considering they are fifth in the league. But... Um, it's it's not uh, easy to pick players from uh, Atletico Madrid at the moment because uh, it's really only one player that I've seen uh, perform uh, very good uh, in this uh, first three games, and that's Angel Correa, uh, 8.2 million uh, midfielder, who's playing out of position as uh, a striker at the moment. And he is the second top goal scorer in the league. Um, and a point scorer in uh, the Gaffer game with three goals and one assist, and he's a uh, joint top scorer. Uh, so he, uh, I think he's a very good option because uh, um, he gets the extra point for the clean sheets uh, while he's uh, a striker. And uh, yeah, he seems like the uh, talisman player while Suarez is out because he's he came back and just got injured right away. So. Uh, Actually, this, it says Barcelona at uh, the interdisciplinary list, but it's supposed to say it to go. David, I have so, a question uh, at this point, actually. I'd just like to ask you, which is, why haven't you included any defensive assets for Atletico Madrid? Because historically, they're very good defensively. Do you think that's that's changed? Maybe they're not as solid as they used to? Just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I have based it a bit on their start, but uh, traditionally, yes, they have been a very defensively good side. Uh, but um, I think it has been impacted by the first game with the red cards and a bit of uh, injuries and stuff. So um, just because they don't have it on the list, it doesn't mean they are suddenly terrible in defense. But uh, I, uh, they haven't uh, convinced me as of now. But uh, cool. yeah. Jimenez and uh, the other uh, fullbacks and stuff could uh, definitely the options uh, after a while, but uh, we have to see more of them from defense, I think. So uh, finally, uh, the Golden Boot race, uh, we have uh, a, third, a split um, first place, Lamella, Korea and Junior, and then uh, Karim Benzema and uh, some other players uh, with two goals. And uh, the most assists have been uh, Karim Benzema with uh, three and uh, De Jong with two and lots of other players with one, so we want to list that. And finally, we have uh, 
uh, injury list. Luka Modric uh, got injured. And also Sergino Dest, uh, who started the season but has gotten an injury now. But most of these injuries are probably coming back uh, in middle of September or something. So not uh, the biggest list or the most uh, serious one. So, yes. Fantastic. Great. Thanks, David. So... I was just, sorry, I was just going to say, do you... Um, obviously, David Griezmann's gone from Barcelona, hasn't he, to Atletico Madrid. Do you think that will change how Correa is playing at the minute? Do you think he'll drop back deeper or do you reckon he'll go to up top? I know Suarez is out, so there must be space for him. Um, yeah, I think um, Suarez will want to play if he is fit, I think so, and Griezmann as well in their preferred position. So one has to drop out, I guess. Uh, I don't know if Griezmann has played other position than striker at Barcelona. But, I think uh, he can play on the wing, can't he? He can play on the yeah. wing, so... But... If uh, I would think that if uh, Korea keeps on performing in this position uh, as well as he's done right now, it's no reason to uh, replace him. But uh, it's obviously uh, a big thing when you sign up such a big striker to yeah. don't play them in their best position. So it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, interesting to see what they do, actually. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to League A, which is the last league. I have to say there's not been that impressed with the Super League teams in Liga so far, apart from, of course, PSG. They've all played um, an extra game because they started the week before um, all the other leagues, um, but they didn't include that in Gaffer. So, um, you know, the point to the points totals that we see are from game week two, their game week two onwards, if that makes sense. Um, so PSG, four wins out of four, 12 goals, um, looking very, very good. Um, I'll come on to them, obviously, in a bit, in a bit more detail because they are um, going to provide us with lots of good assets this season um, but then the other three have just been pretty bad especially defensively um, is what I've noticed um, Leon and Lille and Monaco um, all with only one win out of four um, with uh, Lille and, Leon and Lille on five points and, and AS Monaco on four um, so yeah there are definitely some issues with those teams they haven't started well at all um, Lille not defending their uh, their title particularly well to start with nine goals conceded already in four games. Um, it's not looking particularly good for them. Um, wow. And uh, Lyon five goals and seven assists. Uh, sorry, five goals and seven conceded. Again, not that great. Um, so yeah, um, if we look at some of the options though, there are some some options amongst these teams. Although I would say they mostly come from PSG. Um, obviously the, this is going to be a really big topic for us soon, um, obviously with Messi hopefully coming into the fold. We need to, to check on um, news on Messi because Argentina have a game two days before PSG's next game, so whether Messi will be playing in PSG's next game is, um, yeah, he, he would be a, a doubt if he's playing that, in fact he probably won't play if he's playing that game um, for Argentina. Um, but yeah, him and Mbappe, it really is quite tricky because I've got Fernandez and I will, I'm planning to be in one of them. And Mbappe really isn't doing anything to suggest that he shouldn't be in my team, especially if Messi isn't going to start the next game. I don't think it's completely crazy to have M Mbappe over Messi, Mbappe over Messi to start with. Um, I would certainly, if you have Mbappe, I know a lot of people do at the moment, I probably wouldn't be rushing to move him on yet. 
Um, but yeah, obviously, we're, I think we're all going to be having one of those two. I can I can see in five or six game weeks, we'll probably all have Messi, let's be honest. He is um, arguably the greatest player of all time. Let's not get into the Messi versus Ronaldo debate here today. But uh, um, yeah, he is obviously um, one of the best players ever to, to grace a football pitch. So um, he's worth looking at. And Herrera, um, he's got a couple of assists in the first few games. Um, I doubt he's an option um, really at that price, but he has looked like he's returning. Um, I just want to give the caveat that I need to watch some more highlights. I have watched a few highlights um, of some of the games, but um, I will be, you know, as we move forward, I think it's good if we watch the highlights of our leagues and hopefully that will help inform our choices. But Herrera, um, if he's playing a bit further forward, could be a cheap option. Hakimi is a very, very attacking right back. He played, um, he came from... Inter Milan, yes, yes. Mm. Spencer's nodding, um, and uh, he was fantastic for them. Very attacking, and I think um, a lot of people owned him from the start. I had him um, in game week, game weeks one and two. I don't have him currently because he's so expensive. It depends if PSG can keep enough clean sheets, but he um, he is probably going to be one of the most attacking defenders in the game this season. He's going to get the most assists i would have thought and i've included kara because he's had a few minutes and he's only five million for psg defender it's not it's not bad um but as you as you can see there don't seem to be that many clean sheets um for psg five goals conceded they've had a couple of clean sheets but uh, i don't think they'll be that reliable defensively um potentially um leon i think of the other three teams actually have Before the... you move on yeah uh, two questions i have one is how is Wijnaldum playing there? It means like the uh, the, uh, the Wijnaldum we get for Netherlands in Euros, is he playing in that position or is he playing a deeper position like he played in Liverpool? I don't think he's been starting every game. I will just check that. Um, in the last game, let's have a look. Um, he did start the last game, got subbed off. Um, but I, I, when I looked at the gaffer points total, he hadn't hadn't got many gaffer points um i think because he probably hadn't started a lot of the games yeah he oh he did start in in the game before that as well the okay the honest answer is i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure um but he hasn't returned yet i don't think he's returned um with any goals or assists yet um so i think he's probably a wait and see but um i think i think he's around the seven million mark and uh, he could could emerge as an option but I, I wouldn't be going to him just yet yeah um yeah, so Leon actually, I think, do have some good options. Um, they have started scoring the last couple of game weeks. I think they scored three. No, they can't score three in the last two games. Sorry, they scored three against someone. It might have been Ryan, but I'm not sure. Um, Moussa Dembele, though, has got... I think he's scored four of their goals um, and is looking... Three of their goals, three of their five goals, Moussa Dembele scored. He's their main man up front. And I think... He is one of those strikers that's in the conversation. Obviously, we have our big hitters, our Lewandowskis and our Haalands, but there are a few strikers that are kind of seven to nine million, six and a half to nine million that are in the conversation and a lot of people are looking at. And I think Moussa Dembele is one of the best kind of mid-price striker options out there, along with your Dybalas and your, your Memphis Depays and things like that. Um, so I think if you were to target anyone from Lyon, it'd probably be him. But there are a couple of decent mid midfield options. Lucas um, Paqueta he's he's all right he's he's i know he has had early subs quite early subs in quite a few of his games um so uh but he is um as part of their front three 
and could chip in with returns. And um, I actually prefer Hassem Awar. I've got him in my team at the moment. It's 6.1 million. He is playing in the midfield three. Um, I think he's playing as an eight. And he is very good for bonus points. He has got a lot of bonus points so far. Um, he's that sort of player that he might blank, but he will probably score five or six points with, with maybe three or four bonuses, especially if it's a tight game. Say they only win 1-0 or something like that. Um, and he will chip in with assists as well. So I think if you're looking for a cheap midfield option, he is a good one. Um, and he's he's one to keep an, keep an eye on. He's not going to be one of those explosive picks. You know, Bellingham's obviously performed really well, got a few returns the last couple of games. He's not one of those sort of picks, but he is one that will tick along, um, which we like in Gaffer sometimes. We like to have enablers who can just tick along with their consistent bonus points. Lille, there wasn't really anyone I had I liked to look up at all. Um, all their defenders were massively overpriced because they obviously won the league last season, did really, really well. Um, their defenders were all, I think, f at least five and a half, six million, six and a half million, some of them. Vastly overpriced at the start that they've had, and I think we're probably not going to be looking at them at all this season. Um, forward options were okay. There was... Um, David and um, the name of the other guy slipping my mind, but neither of them. Oh, um, Yilmaz. Um, but again, neither of them have really started that well. Um, Yuziki's started okay. 6.5 midfield option. I think he's got a couple of assists. And uh, he. I think you're clutching at straws, really, though, with Lille. I think it's it's quite hard to find anyone um, who would be a good gaffer option. And uh, finally, Monaco. I've got four players down here, but I don't think we are going to be looking too heavily at them but obviously Nubel is the other 4 million starting keeper in the game um, so on my overall I have Nubel and Kobel um, in my team um, just because they're so cheap so um, if you are looking for a budget keeper a starting 4 million keeper then he is one of the two um, the reason why I quite like him actually over Kobel as your second keeper is because he that's a position you're not going to want to touch in the season and you never know you might need Nubel um, whereas you might not be able to depend on Kobel, he plays for a Bundesliga team who will have more blanks, is what is my point. Um, yeah. yeah, that's why I'd probably go towards Nubel. Um, but I've got both, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Henrik Silva, <laughs> 4.5 defender. Um, he's cheap, he plays left-back, he's got a couple of attacking returns. I think he got... I'm pretty sure he got an assist in the first game of the season, which wasn't registered on Gaffer, because I watched some of that game, and... Uh, yeah, he, I think he got an assist in that game. But again, there's probably better options. Um, Sofian Diop, um, the only reason I put him in is because I saw he'd got two goals out of their three. Um, so he could be a good option. And uh, Vissam Ben Yedda, um, I think he's injured at the moment or just coming back from injury. Um, another one to just look at. And I probably wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be buying, buying him, but um, he'd be one to look at. So I guess in summary... The only ones that you I would probably think about buying are um, so obviously Messi and Mbappe, Hakimi, um, Moussa Dembele and Awar. Those guys and probably Nubel. Those guys are probably the the best options that if you're going to buy any, you probably look at those guys. Um, injury list. There's a few, but there's actually no no big names injured, unlike a lot of the other leagues at all. Um, so Renato Sanchez, he's not really a, a gaffer asset, and none of the others are, are really big gaffer assets. So. The injury list is pretty short for Liga, which is good. Um, so anything else to note? Um, Icardi's got two goals for PSG. He has started well. The only reason that... I think he's only 7.5 million, but the reason I didn't include him in the list was because uh, with Mbappe starting... Sorry, not Mbappe. Messi, um, you know, coming into the team, 
there are question marks whether he's going to start. I mean, when you've already got Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi, where where does he fit into that team? Um, they, you know, I, I doubt he's going to start many games. Um, so I haven't included him in my list. Um, but Mbappe has got three goals and three assists. He has started incredibly well. Um, and uh, yeah, he yeah, don't overlook Mbappe just because of Messi. Is what I'd say. Um, okay, any th comments anyone wants to make on Liga? Yeah, um, would you say that uh, considering the first three games for PSG have been uh, not very good for clean sheets, uh, would you say they are, are a, a void? Because I looked at uh, the teams they played and the first was Troyes and the second was Strasbourg and Brest and they are mm. uh, either almost bottom or mid-table. Uh, do you think that the considering they are letting in goals against team they should keep clinches with should they be avoided or is the attacking upside of Hakimi for example enough to consider it? I think uh, probably Hakimi is, is the only option just because the thing is I, I didn't the reason I got rid of him is I did feel like there wouldn't be enough clean sheets to justify him um, but I can totally understand if you're looking for that upside of, of the assists that he can he can get and even the goals um, why you'd go for him but the others I I do think yeah they are a bit vulnerable at the back and we can't expect too many clean sheets so there are probably better options that's just my opinion though um, and of course got a lot to learn about the league so we'll see um, anything else mm, no, just one thing is um, I, I'm seeing in the gap website the Monaco side has a lot of 4.5 million defenders so are they good options for our budget enablers so that, that we can afford all? Is that Monaco? Yeah. Um, potentially. Um, I wouldn't want to double up though with Nubal. If you have Nubal. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. There are a lot of 4.5 defenders there. That's why mm. if it would help on our future teams or future drafts so that yeah. if they perform well, because they're so cheap, the rest of the League One sides have pretty much pricey defenders. Uh, I'm seeing only Monaco have all 4.5 million those who starts because they got points of 10, 8 each. So top first four defenders think they are their main defenders. Right? Yeah. No, you, you make a very good point. Yeah, I think I wouldn't certainly wouldn't count them out. I think they're probably better because I guess 4.5 defenders are quite hard to come by, but I think they're probably better. 4.5 defenders in other leagues like Wolfsburg and Chelsea. They've got Aspilicueta and Rudiger at 4.5. So I prefer those, but if you particularly need a league uh, cheap defender for whatever reason, maybe it's due to the blanks and doubles, then yeah, by all means, um, I do think they could provide good value. Um, I'm just not sure. I'm not sold on whether they're going to be keeping that many clean sheets. That's the only thing. Um, but I think yeah. we'll hopefully have a bit more information soon. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so one final thing that I would just like to bring up is I've got a table, not that table, that table, um, which has just sorted all the players in the Super League teams by um, attacking total attacking returns. It doesn't include um, penalties won, but um, if you just for those of you who are on on YouTube. Um, Maybe this this could be quite a good good thing to look at. Well, I'll try and keep this updated. But we've got Mbappe and Haaland leading the way on six returns from four games, which is obviously very very good. Um, and then Lewandowski has five goals. 
Benzema has two goals and three assists, so those are the guys who have got five or more attacking returns. We obviously haven't mentioned uh, the Premier League much um, today, but um, Salah is then next on the list. Two goals, two assists. And then Gabriel Jesus, we have hardly spoken about him. He's hardly mentioned in FPL, but he's got a goal and three assists so far. And then Correa, three goals and one assist. Yeah, he's he's hot topic this this week. Gabriel Jesus is hot topic because uh, uh, until KDB and Foden gets fit, he seems to be playing in the wings. Yeah. So that's another out of position player we have so far, in, because uh, Guardiola prefers Ferran Torres up front rather than having Jesus up top. And Ferran Torres is only about, I think he's six something, isn't he? He was started at six, he might have got a price rise or two. So if he is keeping that place, he could be another really good budget option as well, couldn't he? Um, yeah. So anyway, um, there are lots of players on three returns and, and um, I will try and keep this updated. Hopefully this, this spreadsheet will eventually morph into something that's actually a really helpful resource in terms of having all the stats yeah. that you need from all the different leagues and as it's going to be particularly focused on gaffer um so yeah we will probably look to um develop that a bit more over especially, the coming weeks and, and get that to you yeah especially the injury list also because mm. a lot of players who are getting injured in the other leagues we tend to forget about them because until and unless the champions league competition starts we uh, don't really care about who other who are the players and as this is uh, so we are playing so that that list will help us in considering the, all the injured players that are there in different leagues and stuffs. So yes, it will definitely help. I think and mm. whatever we do, we are doing it for the community as well and to help us. So that's the idea behind this. Yeah, all. yeah, we'll try our best to keep on top of that. And yeah, it was Abhishek who who started the template of kind of having the table with just the four teams and the goals and the assists. So that was a really, really great idea from him, I thought. So nice one. Um, yeah, great. Let's finish this off just very quickly um, with our plans ahead of game week four then. So get, once again, we'll bring up our teams and we'll start. Um, so I started, so I will start again with this one. Um, basically, my decision to make is um, do I roll my transfer, which is what I'm most likely to do, I think, or do I move Fernandez on to Messi or Mbappe, um, pending news on Messi? Um, I'm not sure on that yet. I think if I do roll, I'll probably end up going for Messi instead. If I go now, I would go for Mbappe. Um, I'm not a big fan of Bruno. In, I mean, I, I started without him in FPL and... Um, yeah, and that went well, didn't it? Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, especially in this game, I don't particularly like Bruno when there's so many other great options. Um, but obviously he's just a placeholder, so I will be looking to move him on. The other issue I have is James on the bench. Um, what's, how long's his ban? Was it a three-match ban? Yes, I think mm. he's... Uh, uh, yeah, three-match. He, he received a straight red card. So, yeah. yeah, three match men starting next this week. Yeah, here's an issue because also my third sub isn't a particularly good player, um, or like he's he's just fodder. Um, so, but I think I'm just going to leave him on my, on my bench um, rather than mess around with that, um, getting rid of yeah, him. Yeah, also so. he, he uh, doesn't affect too much in terms of uh, money because he just yeah. five million, so you can put him on the bench. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm thinking moving forward. Uh, but I'm quite happy with the shape of my team. I'm quite happy with my defense. I'm quite glad that I've got Acuna in and uh, quite a lot of Syria guys. Them. Yeah, I'm just the only question mark I have is over Dybala. I hope he performs because it's going to be quite hard to move off him up to because I really like the pie as well. Um, and I would may have to try and find some money to get it to him, um, which may be a challenge. But we'll see. Um, I think but I think Dybala will be nailed. I think he'll be yeah. all right. Him and Chiesa were up front on the weekend in a four-three-one-two, so I think you'll be all right. Okay, excellent. Uh, that's uh, that's encouraging to hear. Nice. Let's move on. Abhishek, I think it was next. What are your plans? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, as we can see, that I have a big hole in Angelino being injured at the moment. So my primarily main thought will be to replace Angelino, as I have one free transfer so he will be replaced i'm looking at a couple of options my main options will will be uh, Wolfsburg defender baku and hakimi uh, if, um, i was looking at davies also but thing uh, is davies got injured in the recent uh, uh, game against usa i think it was yesterday uh, so he is not in terms of planning at the moment uh, whenever he gets fit then I will looking to take him back and I am trying to get uh, I'm thinking about taking a hit as well because Forsberg hasn't done in Leipzig in general hasn't done anything in terms of in the Bundesliga or in the Super League uh, for me as so he seems to be the main person to go out for I haven't yet sure who will be I will be taking, but the players that are in my list are Greenwood, Torres, and Korea, Korea of Atletico Madrid. So let's see how that plans out. And as far as Chelsea is concerned, I am going. It will be a tough choice because Salah has leads. And Weghorst has most probably Hoffenheim, I think. And Dybala also has Napoli away. So it will be between them three. I'm not going to give it to Lewandowski because although Leipzig has not been informed, but it's a kind of a derby match in Leipzig. And so it's a high voltage match, a high octane match. Anything can happen on that day. So probably I will give vice captaincy or the emergency captaincy to Lewandowski and my captaincy will be either Salah between, between Salah, Weghorst and Dybala most probably. So nice. that's it uh, yeah. for my team. I forgot to mention actually my captaincy plans as well. I think for me it's either Benzema or if I, this is partly swaying me towards getting rid of Fernandez and getting Mbappe in. I'd probably want to go for a PSG player, go for Mbappe. Um, so that's my current thinking. Um, yeah. I do actually have a question for you, Abhishek. Um, I noticed you've got, I think, yeah. nine players blanking in game week six. Have you got kind of, are you planning on using a booster or are you just going to kind of get rid with free transfers and stuff? No, uh, that's part of, I am looking to overall in game week five okay. as of now. Uh, so that's my initial plan. But let's see, I need to a few players um, who I think will do good. Uh, because they have double game weeks so let's see, especially the Syria so let's see you know, how they performs this week then if I can manage it and save that overall 
boost then it will be awesome but um, i don't think um, i can save that because too many players as you rightly pointed out too many players on mm -hmm. my team are blanking so probably as of now the chip will be activated on game week 6 or 5 5 Fair enough, yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So then you don't need to worry too much about bringing in Premier League players and Bundesliga players if that's the plan. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay, next we've got David. What are you, what are you thinking for game week uh, four? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm in big trouble, so I have to plan. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I have a lot of my team now and I have uh, six players in game week eight, is it? That's the bank uh so i need to take some hits i think so uh i may just roll with my team this week but um as i have uh, one transfer and uh, then i will probably take yeah one or two hits uh, the next three weeks to get rid of uh, uh, at least my chelsea defenders and uh, maybe kimmich for players that are playing into gate and uh yeah <laughs> I uh, I didn't uh, know my team was, such a, was in such a bad shape after my overall, but uh, I think <laughs> I have some planning to do. So uh, my my captain will most likely be uh, if we get um, more news about Ronaldo. I think he will be my captain, and Lewandowski my vice captain. Mm -hmm. Or and if not, he doesn't play. My emergency will probably be uh, Mbappe. So let's hope for some more jam. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you do still have a, a strong team, and yeah, you'll be all right with a couple of hits, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, it won't be an issue. And, and also, uh, and also in Gaffer, uh, we do uh, the hits paid off really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, with the points we have, if we take a minus eight or minus twelve hit, it will pay us handsomely. So you don't have to worry about that much. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. As of now. Yeah. I think that's especially true of this game with the high upside and all these players playing for the yes, top yes, teams yeah. in their leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's finish off with Spencer. What are you planning? You're overhauling. So yeah, I'm overhauling. Um, I've got like good players in my team. I've got like Salah and people like that, but I just don't like the players around it. I've just got too much, too much crap around the rest of the team. Mm. So I just need to get rid of that. Um, I haven't used any chips yet either. So. Feel like about now is the right time to use one at least, and then I, I can plan for the next next few uh, blank game weeks and that. So um, probably load up a bit on Syria. Um, I want to have quite. A, I think I want to go quite big on like the sort of forwards. I, I I like the sound of having like having like Lewandowski and like Ronaldo. Like see if I can fit another one in there as well. Just sounds like I just want to have like the big names, and I think because I think it's a matter of time before everyone starts scoring all the big names. It normally happens during Champions League time, doesn't it? So. It's going to be so hard choosing the right because I think the maximum yeah. we can probably fit in is three without destroying our team. And yeah. it's like, do we rotate between them or do we just stick with the ones that we've got and leave them? Yeah, that is true. Interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Mm. Perfect. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our first Super League pod. So thank you all for joining us and we'll be back with another one next week. And I think I'm quite excited about this, this game and kind of getting into some of the stats and, and bringing some more insight into uh into this game it's going to be a lot of fun so um yeah thanks guys for for joining um thanks to abhishek spencer and david it's been it's been yeah, good oh, fun. and before we go let's uh, uh, give them the follow where to follow 
Do. Yeah, so the, the main guys on Gaffer account is at guys on Gaffer, funnily enough, <laughs> with capital G O and G. Um, so yeah, yeah, give that account a follow. You'll see um, all our posts about all our pods. Um, why don't you drop um, these guys a follow as well? Because they're all great guys, great accounts, play lots of fantasy games, and love just chatting fantasy football. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, looking forward to what we have in store for the rest of this season. And uh, yeah, any last words from anyone? No, sometimes no. we have covered it most. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Uh, I need it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you guys. Bye. Cheers. Yeah, right.